0: what's going on everybody welcome once again to matt and brett love comics this is one of your hosts matt this is your other host brett how about that matt and brett Love. <laughs> i was comics. trying to not do a weird intro for once uh, nope never gonna happen oh, it's gonna be weird oh, never great. gonna happen <laughs> yeah uh matt and brett love comics is the show where we take comics and talk comics with comics uh today Aww. is no exception we have uh, a great book And two great people. A hilarious book. A hilarious Uh, book. You guys are so funny. (laughs) Um, I laughed the whole way through it. Uh, Didn't you? Right? That's what you were supposed to do, right? No, I was crying. Sorry. You were crying? Ah, shit. I did it wrong. Um... Today we're, uh, we're reading the Wolverine miniseries, uh, from 1982. The original Wolverine miniseries from yeah. 1982. This is the
1: first thing that Wolverine ever did other, like, outside of being in a team. This is a yeah. solo story ever. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, this is, this is back
0: when you could actually hurt Wolverine. Yeah. In a story, too. Um, and, like, a guy in a suit could fight Wolverine and hurt him. Yeah, with um, a wooden stick. So, not to that. Uh, yeah. yeah, the story is by Chris Claremont and, uh. A young upstart named Frank Miller. You might uh, recognize him from Daredevil, Batman Year One,
1: Dark Knight Returns, Sin City. What else did he do? Is that everything? Three hundred. He, he wrote and
0: directed The Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that's his top credit. Easily. Yes. Uh, and joining us to discuss this story are, uh, two wonderful people from College Humor, Mr. Jeff Rubin. Hello! And Mr. Pat Castles. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. uh, thanks for being on the show, guys. Uh, Jeff, you've been on the show. You were yeah. actually... Um, you were our first guest on I... our, our, um, our relaunched kind of the book club format.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I kind of remember
2: that. I mean, I remember doing it. I remember being the first guest. It seems to be a pivotal moment in their lives. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're like, We have a framed photo of you. I did it on the way home one night. It was great. I I definitely remember doing it. It was super fun, but I I had forgotten that I was the first guest, and I'm flattered to be back. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, And that was actually, uh, just last week, they announced that there's going to be an X-Force movie. Really? Guys, I've been tweeting back and forth with the
1: the writer, Jeff Wadlow. Who, he's the writer director of Kick Ass 2. Uh-huh. And they announced him as the writer of X Force. Yeah. I then tweeted out my couple thousand word essay on why I think X Force is amazing, which he retweeted.
0: Yeah. Uh, so uh-huh. I think
1: he's read it, so yeah. I can get an associate producer credit. They- <laughs> Are you excited? Do you think X Force movie a good idea? No, uh, uh, it, this is, really depends. Just like, like an hour later. Is that, is that, is that, yeah. is, does that mean like
3: semi-satirical X-Men that exists? It is 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 was.
1: that yeah. there, were, there were about four different iterations of X-Force. So my actually. trepidation comes from, are they going to pick one of the ones that I like? I was telling my boyfriend, whose favorite band is They Might Be Giants. I was like, it's like, imagine your favorite band is They Might Be Giants, but some of They Might Be Giants albums were actually Nickelback albums, mm-hmm. just marketed as They Might Be Giants. <laughs> like like <laughs> at least half of them. So that when you say... So, well, like, dream, dream World, essentially yeah yeah. Oh, there you <laughs> the go world. yeah yep. where it's every every album alternates I bet you that Nickelback
3: at some point actually started marketing their albums as different bands <laughs> and, oh yeah uh, the way uh, that, like, more. oh find new Beatles albums wait wait a minute <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: I love this new at National album oh by the way the National are actually Nickelback <laughs> <laughs> oh, what <laughs> Kroger <laughs> so yeah uh, X-Force movie could go either way I'm terrified yeah Cool. Um, but <laughs> we do know the quality of your guys work oh um, and it's quite segway. high, guys. <laughs> wow, it's hot segway. Segway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do know? And
2: six t- out of ten.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, pause of judgment
0: <laughs> is what we call that. Um, yeah, so you guys, you guys have both been over at College Humor for, uh, for a while now, right? Yeah, yeah. I
3: have been there. Uh, I guess I started writing for the site in like, oh, seven, and then I kind of went, Got there as like an intern in late 07, and then by '08 oh I was like full time. So yeah, probably what was that? Thirty-seven years. I think. Thirty-seven. <laughs> 37 yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. No, like, yeah, five or six years.
0: Yeah, um, and you guys, you guys both do uh, great work. Uh, Pat, you do a, a lot of video stuff. You do a lot of writing for mm-hmm. for video. Um, that is the
2: head writer. Can I interject? Because yeah, that's the
3: head writer. For Kyle Yeah, mm-hmm. right. That is that is correct. Thank you. I paid Jeff to say
0: that. <laughs> well, literally. I'm his hype man. So yeah. much money. Uh, oh, sh- that's why you're wearing that uh, clock around your <laughs> Viking helmet.
2: Anyway, if we could just redo that where you introduced Pat as actually. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. Sorry. No, yeah. Sorry.
0: Oh, jeez. Um, uh, yeah,
3: no, that's true. Yeah, I, so I, I, you know I, get, I work with like about uh, six other writers, six or, We have plus one or two other like writer directors, or you know, or Jeff who is like. Serves, it's kind of, it oversees a lot of editorial stuff as well, writes a lot of scripts, mm-hmm. so, like, um, I get to write a lot of fun stuff, but also assign scripts and, and work with other writers to on their scripts, and, uh, yeah, kind of, sort of, I mean, I started there as Jeff, but I started there, similar to, I started later than Jeff, but I think yeah. when I got there, it was pretty small, and everyone kind of did everything, but as the sort of site kind of grew, everyone kind of found their their groove, and I think what they kind of, naturally enjoyed and, and we're good at is that yeah my, i can't no, not, that yeah,
0: i think that's totally great that. that's great so like so seeing seeing an organization from like sort of the ground floor in a way and having your hand in a lot of things and then as it slowly expands and you sort of get more specialized like how do you feel like that is like benefited you as like a writer and as a, as a producer and everything
3: um that's a good question. I think, uh, com- well, I, you in, in my particular case, I would say a big, the particular case of college humor is because we're internet video specifically, I think coming from, you know, when I started, yeah, I was kind of writing for the site for the articles and, and doing photo captions. So it definitely give you, a, I, I definitely kind of got a broad crash course in internet humor in a very general sense, not yeah. just video. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it, when, as I sort of fell into this position of writer and then head writer, I think I kind of was a, I have a sort of, I, you know, I have have a better idea of what the, what the internet reacts to, like how internet comedy works, not just for video, but I think it very much, I think our videos are very much informed by what internet, comedy and just internet culture in general. Which yeah. not, internet culture is just culture now obviously. But yeah like, you know, like I, it's a, yeah, it's good. I mean there's a lot you no, see a, straight you straight a lot you see a lot of internet videos that just don't kind of a lot of internet videos that just don't understand the the grammar of the internet, that the,
2: the, the piece, yeah. you of know, at the time that have a lot yeah. of okay. like, i think that like that's totally totally you you a make like, I a there's lots i of funny videos. of that don't go viral or like probably won't go viral, and they're still really funny. But like, I think we're at College Humor in the business of like making videos that are both funny and likely to go viral.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, The Daria one that was just released today. Was yeah, that yeah, was great.
2: Yeah, that was cool. That that was a
3: that was um that was a really fun one. That kind of came about. Yeah, and that, actually, that's an example there because that kind of came about because about a year ago, we just by virtue of like kind of always being on the internet and scouring the internet and stuff like that, there was this kind of. Weird, like there was this internet poll over who should play Daria if it was ever a yeah. movie. And she, Aubrey Plaza won obviously yeah, by a million percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think she,
0: made Michael it Douglas out. number <laughs> two. <ten. laughs> yes.
3: We reached out and then we reached out to him and he couldn't.
0: Do it, and it was... he, he's a huge fan and he had like his like online he's army. Of Liber- like yeah, he bomb just he'd already it. disappeared in the Liberace role. Yeah, he yeah, wasn't yeah. like. And I want to go through that
1: again. He was <laughs>
3: lost. <laughs> and so she tweeted about it, Aubrey tweeted about it, and um, saying, like, you know, just kind of respond. and That kind yeah.
1: of
3: fueled the sort of interest in the idea of doing it. And so we thought it would be kind of fun to uh, to actually make that a, a reality. We've done a lot of trailer parodies and stuff like that. And she was, you know, she was into it. She was into it. And so, yeah, I that just came out
1: today. Yeah, it was what, great.
0: What's really cool, too, about like the stuff that you guys produce is... You, you guys seem to do a really great job of the sort of, I mean this in a good way, the the type of like smash and grab shooting that you'll do for like a talking head video, Mm -hmm. right? But then you also have these like great, like big budget for internet videos as well. Uh, Do you, do you have like a particular favorite style? Uh, Do you prefer like the bigger, more involved productions or like the, the... I have an idea. We get it down. We shoot it. It's done in a week.
3: That's a good question. Um, I like
2: I like littler videos, to be honest. Like yeah. I just think they're like
0: I don't know, just more interesting to me.
2: Like I think I think you, I, I think it's an interesting challenge. Like I think you can get just as you know in a dollars and cents boring way. Like you can get just as many views. Like not spending that much money and I think yeah. that's like kind of an interesting challenge it's fun to spend a lot of money and like make big epic ideas when uh warranted too. but like I think there's something very satisfying where like you're not working you're not coasting on Aubrey Plaza's presence that that we're coasting on you know I think it's funny yeah. anyway but like you're not coasting on a celebrity's presence you're not coasting on special effects or like big production values like or, you're like um, and, and it, or, yeah, or, like, nostalgia
1: factor. Yeah, like,
2: it really, it, it could still be nostalgia, but, like, it's really, it's all about the concept and, like, yeah. the execution of it, and I think that's, like, fun and satisfying. Yeah. It's easier to try weird things, so that's another advantage. I mean, I think a lot of the fun of our jobs is that we get to do both, um, but if I could only pick one, I think that's why I'd go that way.
3: Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I kind of, in terms of, uh, like, doing stuff the, the, the smashing, when we do smash and grab stuff now, it tends to be a little more top, that, that's when we try, to to say topical, and that, yeah. sometimes to me, that actually is a little frustrating, because, just the inner, we just don't, we're not like, you know, Kim uh, Fallon or something, where like, we can respond to something that happens that day, and just get it on, in front of a million people, yeah. immediately, yeah. so like, we're all like, if we want to do something topical, we we really have to like focus and get it, try and get it out like in two or three days, and often that's too late, you know. Like yeah, yeah. things just happen so fast. So I, I think I kind of, I, I often tend to like when we when we try to isolate something that's a little more um, evergreen or just sort of or yeah. maybe you know I think we found things that are sort of okay. This is this is topical, but it's more of a cultural trend that won't be going away for for a while. um... And tackling that and like, you know, and maybe not, you know, the budget doesn't necessarily have to be huge but, you know, when we do do the, the small, the, the more smash and grab stuff it tends to be like, we'll do like a person addressing camera a green screen or stuff, just whatever yeah. we can kind of get out as quickly as possible which is definitely satisfying when, it, there's definitely a satisfaction just getting something out like, like, we did it, we yeah. beat, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got yeah. this out before people stopped caring about it. <laughs> Fuck you, time. Yeah. But it's also kind of, you know, and, and I think what's kind of, you know, what I found, what I'm finding recently is like, um, and there could be like mountains of statistics that directly contradict this. So I'm not saying this is a fact, but in, in that there is, the internet is sort of kind of um, getting a little less interested in like topical stuff. I think because it's becoming it's becoming so saturated, mm-hmm, yeah. And you you have these things like you know we have um, I'm trying to give a good example like um, we just did a video with two of our writers who actually started as well, where it was more like. Um, they said, like, every gross word you cut, kind of, the seemed like, had every, like, really gross, all these, like, relatable, like, gross words written into it. And, yeah. And that did very well, and I think, probably as well as, like, a video about, you know, uh, Blurred Lines would have done or whatever. Yeah. And I think that that comes from people just kind of being a little more into things that are slightly less topical. Again, There's so, you there know, I, so I, many I, people
1: I, doing those things now. Like, yeah, right. so, like, how many Blurred Lines parodies have yeah. we seen... I don't even know what blurred lines. Are. It's a
3: Robin Al, Robin Thicke video. Thicke's son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, it's like it's just sort of um. So that that's kind of interesting, and and I find that you know with at like, BuzzFeed too, it's a similar thing. Like a lot of their content, not not quite as much of their content is like they have they have obviously have articles like this just happened today. This is crazy, but they have just as many now that are more about like you know that that can be a little annoying in their own way,
2: but are just sort of like you know thirty things about upstate New York.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know,
2: yeah. A fun example was, I remember Mike Trapp wrote an article that was really funny, and he wrote it, like, after Wendy Davis did the filibuster, and he wrote, like, there were all these rules that were very silly, and, like, he wrote, like, the full rules, and there was a lot of, like, silly kid games ones in there, and it was, like, no backseas and, like, the floor is loud, and it was really funny, but, he, and he wrote it, like, he woke up, he wrote it, it was, like, up in the morning, and then that was the morning, so the Wendy Davis thing happened the previous night, and then that morning the Prop 8 decision or yep. the Doja yeah. decision yeah. came out, yeah. and it was like 10 a.m. and he's like, "This is already old news," yeah. you know. Yeah. So he yeah. got that article yeah. up at like two, yeah.
1: three a.m. So, <laughs> so it, 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 like the, <laughs> yeah. it was like, uh,
2: it was really funny, and it was like the night before it was like the biggest news in the world. This one was doing it, and like he was like on top of it, did everything right, and like yeah. so it, it can be frustrating to keep up with the news cycle. Oh on top sure. And
0: stuff. <laughs> ah. Uh and you guys. Last uh, last uh, thing before we before we sort of launch into the book, uh, so I did want to also talk to you guys about Bleep Bloop. Sure, um, which is
2: uh, I never know what to say when people ask me about Bleep Bloop because like all we do is we record our so we find a ridiculous video game, we find a friend to play it with us, we record it, and then I edit it down. Like, there's no, there's there's so little to it. Like, that's jet I mean, I, I I do that, minus, like, all that. <laughs> right. I, I do nothing. <laughs> um, I sit on the couch. Yeah, Patrick shows up for the fun part, but um, that's the How show. How much research
1: do you do to find, like, the games and everything? I mean, I follow,
2: like, video games and stuff, and, like, I often see things, and I'm like, that's a bleep loop. I was actually in a situation recently where, like, my list was kind of empty, there wasn't anything I was really excited about, and I asked on Twitter for ideas, and then someone suggested this game. It's Jerry Rice, and whatever the name Jerry Rice's dog is, uh, Dog Football, and, like, the cover's ridiculous. And I was like, bingo. I thanked him publicly on Twitter, and we're shooting that tomorrow. Um, But then, like, there's some other stuff. Like, there's this Barbie... I don't even know if Pat knows this, but there's this Barbie talking mirror coming out in August, and, like, I saw an article about it, and I was like, that's a bleep. You know, like, I like, put that shit on my calendar. Because you don't
1: always do video games, do
2: you? Uh, most of the like... time we do. I think we used to, well, so we, we do usually do video games. We've done a few board games episodes. I feel like we've yeah, pushed the, there's been a few you know. toys and a few field trips, so We we've pushed the definition a little bit. Um, and it used to just be, like, fun things with video games, kind of, but, like, I don't know, maybe I'm getting older and cynical, and maybe this reflects on me, or maybe it's just easier, but, like, lately it's been more about, like, finding shitty stuff and then shitting on it. Like, <laughs> like, 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 we used to, like, people are like, oh, are you going to review this game? And, like, it's not a review show. Like, it's inclusion on the show is the review. Like, if it's here,
0: <laughs> you know, like,
2: that's all you need to know is that we... Now, sometimes, like, we just did a Smash Brothers episode. We had the fun idea of doing uh, an episode where we do Smash Brothers, said so it's zero players, war game style, yeah. and then just, like, let it play itself and gamble on the result. Smash Brothers is obviously a fun game, but we came with like a fun thing to do
1: while right, playing this. Right, like, yeah. But usually
2: yeah. what we're doing is playing something like Or the Beatles Rock band was another example.
3: Yeah. Like, it's obviously a great game, but we like had this really highbrow talk with them, um, I think the A V club's music critic mm-hmm. about the game and what it means for music. Yeah. And then we inter- we had everyone in the office like playing it. Yeah. So it was this really highbrow talk about the Beatles and culture and video games
2: and art and how,
3: <laughs> with us just singing like, horrible, like <laughs> horribly, like horribly off-key, like
2: headphones on, yeah, so yeah. like the people playing could hear the music, uh, but Not like the viewers sense. couldn't. So like it cut to just like you know like the plastic clicking and the terrible drum noise <laughs> singing, like, with none of the Beatles backing them up for support. Oh, that's one of my favorite episodes too because it was, yeah, it's you know, fun It's just fun. and I hope. Um, it was fun to edit and like a lot. It's like all my friends are in it, like doing Beatles karaoke. That was you basically. doing at the end of, the, the end <laughs> of that, like the little post credits. That was Streeter's right, idea. I, I Remember that? Um, was Jeff. I think Jeff's like testing it out. No, no, no. Oh, I did. I did for long. Long. it was Streeter's oh, idea. Long. I did. Um, sing, uh, Her, Majesty. Her Majesty. Her Majesty from the White album, right? That's the last track. Of I remember. Right, right, right. But right, right, like after the after the end, yeah. was, like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. huge climax. There is like this like silly little outro, and he's like, "It's like just me playing it." Oh, I'm singing and playing guitar. And I'm obviously doing terribly at it. and It's like kind of like a post credit thing. Just
3: Put that after if we ever do the very
2: last. clip we'll ever put
3: that after the credits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's
1: uh, let's 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 tip our toes, tiptoe, dip yeah. our toes. Into uh today's topic, um, I realized that this is also pretty much the first time we've ever talked about Wolverine on this podcast. I find it which is really nuts. Yeah. <laughs> we have <we've laughs> talked about him in passing in the Star Trek X Men comic book crossover episode we did. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, those yeah. comics are crazy. I'm going to read are... that, by the way. Star Trek X Men? Yes. Yeah, mid 90s Star Trek X Men. Yeah, we'll there's give you a series. copy of those. I'm going to read that. There's yeah, one there original series insane. and there's one next generation. Oh. Yeah, oh, it's wow. nuts. Yeah. Uh, we talked about him a little bit in the <laughs> Mutant Genesis episode, which I don't even know if he came up, because there were so many other mutants in that episode. Same thing with the Executioner song, which he did last week. Yep. And he's not in it that much. And this is a Wolverine story. This is the first solo Wolverine That's story.
3: That's cool. I didn't realize yeah. you yes. I'm sure Spock and Wolverine
2: got along like, really well.
3: Nerf <laughs> pinch. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Spock oh, nerf, yeah. Nerf-, nerf pinched him. Yeah. Took him out. Does that work? Yeah. yeah. Dropped him. That that worked, on Wolverine,
2: yeah. That's crazy. I didn't realize. I mean, so I'm... He's uh, human, right? I guess no. He's, he's not a, human. He's a mute he's, he's a mutant human. He's so that's what that was about. I like. <laughs> so I've read more comic books historically than that. That's to really give you an idea right. i, I really So, just, so I, but I've never read this. I'm from. I knew it existed. I knew Chris. Yeah, yeah. I knew the writers. Um, I knew it's like very well regarded. I know Wolverine goes to Japan is like a big thing, and that people were saying mm-hmm. that it's that like Ernest goes to camp. There. Wolverine goes <laughs> to Japan. But I've never read it, and I only just learned sitting here with you that it was the first solo Wolverine thing. That's really crazy because it's so. You wouldn't think of reading it because the character is so well defined. Yeah, like it seems like. Yeah. I mean, like this is. Would you guys say that this is why I think Wolverine's probably the most recognizable comic book character created in the past, like the thirty years, years yeah, or whatever in the like, yeah. And like, is this comic why it kind of seems like this? Like, well, this like pushed him over the edge. I would say. Yeah,
0: what was going on at the time was the X Men had climbed to be, to become sort of like the the hottest property. Yeah in comic books.
1: From literally the dregs. Like, the title was yeah. canceled in 1970. Yeah, if you look, because I
2: interviewed yeah. on my podcast blog, the like, <laughs> Sean Howe who wrote um, the Moral Comics. History book. Oh, yes, Comics that was a great book. episode, yeah. It's a great book. Yeah. Um, and one thing I learned reading that book is, like, you know, Stan Lee, when, when they started creating these characters, they went on a run. Like, they did uh, Fantastic Four first. But then, like, the next four things were, like, like, Hulk, Hulk Thor... Thor Iron uh, Man, Iron Spider-Man... Man. And X... Uh, Spider-Man, yes, x it's Like, the first five ideas are like, the five b- biggest franchises right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but X-Men, I was surprised to learn, like, wasn't popular in the 60s and only got popular in the 80s. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 1975,
1: like, the, the title was so, like, shitty. I think, like, a couple fans wanted to see more of it, and they are like, eh, we'll just throw it a bone. They yeah. did the giant size issue, which is where like Storm, Nightcrawler, Colossus, I all mean, it's those characters. The skin of your
2: laptop. Yes, it I is I the seen. skin of
1: my laptop. Is the cover to that issue? Yep. Uh, that restarted it.
2: And how far? How long is
1: it between Giant Size X Men One and this Will issue? Seven players? years. This is that was 1975. This is 1982. Yeah. So and, and, and wh- the reason that it became so good was because they were the lowest selling thing. They literally could do anything they wanted, mm-hmm. and so Chris Claremont and Dave Cockrum and later John Byrne, uh, the two artists, just re redefined how team books are written. Like all the characters, like not all of them got along, some of them really got along. They like made Jean Gray a god and they killed her. Like and because they had that fearlessness, the book became the biggest book. And yeah. Wolverine became the breakout.
0: Yeah, and what's interesting about that even too is he was not well liked when they put him no, man. on the act like fans hated that character. Really? Hated Sarah, it and it in, wasn't until uh I think Byrne was put on the book, which yeah. would have been like his run ended I think a year before this came out, right? Yeah, like eighty one. Yeah. I think eighty eighty one.
1: Yeah. Because uh, Dark Phoenix saga was seventy nine
0: eighty, I do believe. Yeah. So And he really helped turn this into a character that because, people were interested in.
1: Because John Byrne is Canadian. Right. And so he was like, yeah, Wolverine's Canadian now. Like or no, no. Wolverine oh, was really? Wolverine I think was already Canadian. He was Canadian. But John Byrne was like he upped the Canada quotient. So here's yeah. a funny
3: I when I was reading this there's a funny... Re- I just, it just was one line. They're talking about, like, back when I worked for the Canadian Secret Service. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. and like, what, what did you investigate? Like, that syrup-smuggling ring.
1: <laughs> there was a lot of mounty talk in the first couple of pages. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Like, like, this bear. Like, uh, the oh, book, yeah, that was cool. The book... Well, the first line of it the book... It grabbed me, like, right yeah.
2: away. Like, I knew this was going to be good, but I opened it up, and I was like... You okay. know, it lived up to the hype. When actually, this really
3: came, so when it. this book, when these, when this series came out, did people know, was his background in Canada and Japan already established? His background it?
1: in Canada was. Yeah. Uh, because one of the first things was Alpha Flight, the Canadian super team, came in about like 1977. Was that's when they first a movie now
2: too. X-Force and Alpha Flight
3: are yeah. the movies they There you about. go. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: going to happen. Except Alpha Flight will be based in like Hawaii um, or somewhere. Yes, no,
3: no team could shake their fist angrily at a villain better than <laughs> yeah, these Canadians.
1: Just like politeful guys. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, like this is the, this kind of blew the doors open with, yeah, there, there wasn't, there was also right after, like right around the same time as Alpha Flight debuted, they did go to Japan, the X-Men did as a team, uh, it was this really long storyline where they like spent 12 issues just trying to get back to New York from Antarctica, <laughs> as they just like hopped around the globe. They stopped off in Japan, and that's yeah, where he one met. Of them,
2: like teleport, like yeah, they really tele- weird.
3: over 1. He can only
1: 1. teleport at three miles at a time, and only like one or two passengers. Oh, uh, my mistake. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> still low. horrible, horrible. Um still seems like, think a, like take between, a between the ten. Of them, <laughs> that's like, really fast. <laughs> yeah. um, he uh, yeah. they met Mar- he met Mariko in Japan in those issues. Oh, So yeah. they fell in love there, and then this is picking up with him being like. She ain't, she ain't riding back. Or Yeah. Guys, whose voice, when you read this, whose voice did you picture Wolverine having? Ooh, good question. Hugh yeah. Jackman or the cartoon from the 90s? Probably the cartoon. The cartoon, cartoon yeah. right? Yeah. Well, because you
3: know what? There's a lot more, like, bubbed. It, it, it's written more like the cartoon. There's yeah. a lot more bubs. Yeah, or, yeah. like a lot more vernacular. Uh, <laughs>
2: My the favorite uh, panel, there's one part, I think, in the first or second issue where, like, Wolverine's, like, taking his costume out of a box. Yeah. Yes. And it's just like, you never really see the costume not on them. Like, it's yeah. just like the, well, the weird horns just kind of exactly. like slumping with nothing to fill them in. <laughs> Which is really like, ridiculous yeah. when
1: you realize he's got to like pack that and like carry yep. it all. The and the, the weird thing place. is, is he, um, Wolverine, Wolverine like, he's is not getting, he's not my getting my a response. <laughs> he's not getting a response from Rico. So he's like, I need, his letters being returned. So he's like, I'm going to yeah. go check it, check it out. He gets there and he meets his old friend. Uh, was it Asano? Asano? Yeah, was oh, yeah his friend yeah, yeah. from from who knows when. Japanese secret. Did we spoil it. Uh, we spoil. <laughs> <of 1982? laughs> yeah, we talk about everything. Spoil the series from
3: 1982.
1: And so they're talking, and mid sentence, like Wolverine changes into his costume. So they're talking, and Wolverine's talking the entire time. you're they don't show but like Wolverine has to unbuckle his pants and like take off his like. That's not one of his beaten powers. I mean, he's no, got to like, change
2: clothes just like the rest it of is weird, right. It's weird
1: to imagine having an intense conversation with someone while they're just, like, taking off their clothes and, like, putting on their weird his tight costume. costume. Yeah, yeah. It's like, he's
2: not, like, Superman or Batman where the costume has a practical purpose, like, hiding his identity or his yeah. with the utility belt. Like, he doesn't really need to bring the costume to Japan. No, he's does right. a mask and
1: first this thing. The first, the, first, the first, like, part of the first issue is just him in the woods with a bear. Yeah. fucking that bear
0: up <laughs> which actually that is going to be the opening scene or the post post opening credits scene in the wolverine film. oh there's gonna be so,
2: i was kind of surprised you know i knew From this comic
0: yeah yeah that whole bear be sequence bear. with him in canada is apparently going well, to is be it, is
2: the new movie based on this heavily or is it uh, yeah in a way that's what I was going to ask because my, I was under the impression that it was, yeah, and but all I ever knew was that Wolverine went to Japan, blah, blah blah. So like I saw it, and I was like, oh, it's cool, they're drawing from that, but like what I've seen from the trailers is not in there at all.
1: Yeah, the um it's basically like they took all I mean, of the super
2: villains in there, really,
1: yeah, they they took all the characters the Bear, yeah, they took all the characters from this storyline and put them and like so Wolverine goes to Japan, he interacts with all these characters, but they all it's a different story in the movie in the movie, yeah, you've not
2: seen the movie yet, right? no. Uh, hey, you guys. I mean, most people listening will probably have seen it already, right? Yeah, because uh, this yeah. is
1: going up on Sunday, so
2: they'll know how right or wrong we are. Like, yeah. Are you guys excited about that movie? Optimistic? I, oh yeah. I. This. This <laughs> is <laughs> very. Matt looked at me dead in the eyes and was like, "Oh yeah,
1: Definitely. yeah." <laughs> Why <laughs> man, are you man, asking this. <laughs> Drinking this hey, Kool Aid? Yeah, I'm. Is someone I'm not. excited? Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Who? Who isn't? I think it might be okay. I, I actually don't really know. Um, the the, the last. Yeah. The last. I, I know. That, I, I've not read. I mean,
3: other than it is my first exposure to the type to, to Wolverine in Japan yeah. but the I, know the I know of the director and he's a pretty yeah. regarded director he's a legit
1: director yeah, 310 yeah. like, Yoma and Walk the Line which for the longest time I thought that he directed Dewey Cox yeah. <laughs> and oh, not oh. Walk the Line oh, <laughs> so yeah, I was yeah. like yeah. okay like, that could be fine like, Dewey Cox is a yeah. good movie he also
2: made a little movie called Night and Day with
1: K-N-I-G-H-T oh. oh that's right it's, yeah, with, which I, it's actually not bad I saw
3: that movie it's, yeah. a, it's actually it? a very solid action movie I think it's like the last of those action movies we'll ever see like, where it's just like Cruz, Diaz.
1: Boom. Yeah, yeah. I watched,
2: yeah. I watched twenty minutes of before the plane had to land, but
1: it wasn't bad. <laughs> 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 that's, the, that's on the box. Yeah, that's that's yeah. um. Uh so like, um what was you guys' what was you guys' opinion of Wolverine before reading this? Like, do you guys are you guys Wolverine fans from other areas? Sure. sure. I mean before I read this I thought he just didn't care about anyone but himself. <laughs> <laughs> he was a boner. <laughs> now I realize he's no. Wolverine's kind of like the damsel in distress. Like he is super concerned about all these girls he's in love with in this yeah. book. Very, emo-
2: yeah, a little more emotional Wolverine. though. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> but still, like he's still doing, he's still doing it Wolverine's way. Like I would say that, like even you know he loves these women, but like I wouldn't say he's doing what they want all the time. You know? Like, oh no, I, he's. Yeah. About, I mean, I again, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, even maybe more than like I knew would be good, but like I don't know. I was just reading it and I was like. It's pretty clear, you know, everyone knows Wolverine, like, via the cartoons and the movies, and, like, everyone knows you, but even reading this, like, you can see so much of what we know from Wolverine comes from this, right? Am yeah. I yeah. wrong about oh, that? Oh, no, I yeah, this I is,
1: yeah. This, like, there's that, that that loner, that, like, tortured heart type thing. Well, out, did and, that not exist before this? I think it hadn't been spotlight, spotlight. no, I mean, because he was in a team setting, and they, in, in the X-Men before this, they really kept him, uh, they used him sparingly. Um he was he was the mysterious guy who didn't say much and when he did it was usually to make someone mad. Yeah,
0: aside from the alpha flight story that had happened a couple of years before, this is the first real uh uh backstory that we get. Yeah. About Diving Wolverine. into
1: his noggin. Yeah, I kind of
0: want to know what happens next, you know,
1: like reading it like he gets married. Does he know? Because I've read a well, lot of X-Men comics. I've wanna, never seen
2: Mrs.
0: Wolverine. Yeah.
1: If we want to get into the, that, um, well, briefly, would we,
0: we dare? <laughs> <laughs> just, just to get it out of the way for listeners who may Which not have I think actually Bob read. Probably the ultimate compliment for a comic book is like,
2: I want to know what happens
0: next. Yeah, yeah. that's
2: exactly <laughs> what they want you to say when you're done. With I guess for book. me,
3: I don't know. For me, I'm like, yeah, What do you think? Of the com- Well, I was to address what you just said. I, to me, I was just like, oh, this. From what I've heard, you know, it just seems like comics are so narratives in comics seem almost ephemeral. Like, they can reset it, they can reboot it at any moment. So, yeah. like, okay, this yeah. is a nice little story. It's over. Like, I'm sure, like, five issues later, he was on Mars and she was dead. And like yeah, yeah, later. yep. So
0: like, That's I'm... actually... So you read. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I thought... No, I think... um I, I, I thought it was... I really loved how immersed... The person who wrote this... Loves Japan. Definitely, they see like <laughs> a million samurai movies. Yeah. I was like, I had to Google so many words. <laughs> and it's that Gaijin, thing that, Gaijin. It's, yeah, it's that like, Gaishin. it's that like adorably overwritten thing where it's sort of like you know, like obviously like he's in Asako
2: uh, an ancient tradition of Japanese whatsoever. What <laughs> like, like it's um... like translated from Japanese except the word oh, It's I'm, I'm, translated
3: from the Japanese yeah it's <laughs> that,
2: that the in there it's a little dorkier for me but it's translated from the Japanese <laughs> it's like it's not like it's not translated from the language like they spoke these words in Japanese
1: and we later translated them yeah yeah but, but it worked it kind of works for me though yeah. there was something about it I was
3: like wow <laughs> oh and also this is
1: um it feels so immersive, too, because this is also the first time that you're meeting all these, like, we met Mariko a couple times before this, uh, but this is, this is the first time you're meeting Yukio and Shinjin and uh, N- uh, Niburu who was yeah. Yuki, uh, Mariko's husband, her is abusive husband. Yes. the per- woman who becomes Lady Deathstrike? No, in the, um, in the cartoon, they kind of mashed up Mariko. That's and, what I'm getting it from. Yeah, because there is, okay, there's Mariko there's his love interest the main love interest Yukio, the free spirited former assassin, and then there's Yuriko, which is like Death Strike.
0: Yeah. So it's uh, like they literally she's like not in this book. no,
1: they literally like merged the names Mariko and Yukio together to create Yuriko. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she's not in this. But in the cartoon she's in the movie, right? She's in the she's in X two. Yes. Oh yeah. she's yes. not in she's not in the new one that's coming oh, out. Oh, I thought she all was. these characters are. thought I, I though. saw like a
2: needle hand lady in the preview, uh,
1: that might be Viper. Uh, Whenever I'm done with an X-Men well, who, movie
2: or a new superhero movie, like I gotta go home to Wikipedia and like learn oh, about yeah. all the character. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Well, better.
1: yeah, you're going in with a with some with some knowledge with this one. Well, Although, I, I
2: kept expecting one of them to be Lady Deathstrike, honestly. Okay. Which is obviously not correct. What was the one you panel, Pat? You said that. Oh yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Uh, you loved well, this, I this, goes to, like, ten- this goes to like the this to like
3: It's sort of you know I, I guess it's also it's establishing his it's his you know gr- grittiness, but like I think uh, conversely, you also see like his tender side yeah there's like a, on page i don't know it's right towards the end it's like the denouement essentially of the comic. yeah but like just this sort of panel of wolverine like it's right after we can learn i, get, I think he just has his big revelation about it himself or whatever it's oh at like, the end of issue three maybe yeah. the most charming yeah. drawing of wolverine i've ever seen he's sort of yeah just like there's also this kind of like great just really like pulpy metaphor about gravel that i didn't totally get like yeah. what does it it's say kind of, what it,
1: says, we can do a dramatic reading if you want
3: well, he's like, he's just like, he, I think you know, he, I think he's been struggling with whether or not he's an animal, or is he, is he a man, or whatever. And he's like, no matter how, he goes, uh no matter how hard I strive for inner serenity, I screw it up, so why bother? By nature, we're both scrappers. We like it. And when the need arises, we can kill. Who wants me the way I am? And he's like, whatever. But he's like, he goes, uh, and yet the patterns of life are as fluid as those of this gravel. I smooth the stones. New patterns emerge. Chaos becomes order. The wheel turns, and from that order, peace. <laughs> 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 like that's a
1: lot to pull out of gravel. Yeah. yeah like, Wolverine yeah, yeah. is a deep thinker. Wolverine yeah, yeah. has like a degree. And in then poetry. the next panel is just like
3: he's perhaps that's the answer, and it's just, like beautiful. I can't even really describe it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's gorgeous.
1: It's a glamour shot. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I liked it.
3: I mean, that actually is as I it's I liked it was very. Um, I I told Jeff this before, but one of my favorite like genres are like. When like really pulpy things, really like swing for the fences with metaphors and stuff like oh, that. Oh yes, yeah, Like, like sci- dystopian films that are trying to be about, or like when you're watching some really dumb action movie and it's like, if only Bush didn't do global warming, yes, that's no yes. what happened. Pacific Rim's a good example. Pacific Rim has like, oh,
2: it's such a randomly thrown <laughs> in line because uh, there's a scene in Pacific Rim where they're, you know, the monsters are attacking, and it's the only line about this in the movie, and like they're like, you know, with the putting carbon in the air and pollution <laughs> in the water, we practically terraform the planet for them. <laughs> and, like, it's the only Denser, line yeah, that yeah, yeah, I And I love not know if it, but I even like that line, I'd say. But, like, <laughs> it's it's that kind of moment where, like... <laughs> there, are you going to keep in that dramatic reading?
0: I feel like I really... I, I, I was no,
1: I was great. Yeah. That's what we that great, I mean, I like. I mean, like, to tell you how uh, important this series is, the very first line of the entire miniseries is Wolverine's catchphrase. Right. Uttered yeah. for the first time.
3: Which uh, What's his catchphrase? Which
1: is... Know. I'm Wolverine. I'm the best there is at what I do, but what I do isn't very nice. The first few pages That's in particular um, yeah. are very
2: well written and like, as you describe, like, I mean, yeah. this there's a thing in comic books where like the first page of every comic book, especially from this era, especially serialized stuff, is like recapping who everyone is. Yeah. 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 And like the recap of who Wolverine is at the top of this was like, even if you took away the images, was, I thought, really well written, like good and, and it's so much of what we know about Wolverine. I'm looking at that bear panel. Like I'm like, oh, who, what mutant bear is this? It's like, no, nah, it's just a bear. It's yeah, just a yeah, bear yeah. yeah, it's a bear that like what, what it killed. Wendigo. What, what <laughs> is it?
1: What creation is Mister Sinister sent to? <laughs> is this grizzly? It said, oh, you know, it killed the, that one bear killed seven men, three women, and five kids.
2: Yeah, that's, I remember that. That's
3: <laughs> wow, crazy! Yeah, killed yeah. the guy. I thought. Yeah. 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 Uh,
1: uh, you no,
2: know, so something I've actually said—I think I've said this on my podcast. Regular Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin listeners will have uh, <laughs> heard this be said this before. Um, that I think one problem with the Wolverine movies is that they're PG thirteen. Well, this is what I've said in the past. Yeah, is yeah. That one problem is that they're PG thirteen, and. um... I actually played the Wolverine Origins video game, which is actually a pretty good video game. It has it's to be better than the movie. It's, definitely, the <laughs> movie's terrible. It's not the best video game, but, like, it's not bad at all, and, like, for a movie-tying game, it's actually, if you, you know, when, compared to other movie-tying yeah, sure. games, it's excellent. Yeah. It's a pretty good, like, brawler, platformer, and one thing that's fun about it, one thing, um, is that it's really violent, and, like, when Wolverine, he actually, like, the model of Wolverine is, like, four layers, so, like, if he gets cut, like, you can see the muscle, and then if he gets oh. damaged more, you can see the bone, you can see through him, and then, like, you know, eventually heals himself and oh, stuff. It's right. yeah. just like, there's, like, finishing really moves. Cool. Where you, like, there's really violent finishing moves, because the game, I think, is M or whatever level they can show, like, the yeah. people. And there's these videos, and they're really violent, and I was like, that's what these movies are missing. Because yeah. this dude has knife hands; he's an animal.
3: The only thing yeah. you can
1: do is murder people viciously. But like, you then can't it, just,
2: there's it, no like
3: yeah, there's no yeah, they're ground. knife hands. <laughs> there's not <laughs> three
2: like tasers coming out of yeah, fists. like stun blasts. <laughs> but there's so much in the wolf, Wolver- particularly in Wolverine Origins, which is the ex- Wolverine cinematic Wolverine I've seen the most recently. Yeah, where it like it shows Wolverine stabbing someone, but then like the camera pans really quickly to Wolverine. Yeah. And, like, it's, it's like laughable how they have to go jump through hoops to not show them. Yeah, or, it's like, or it's like
3: the Ninja Turtles route where you have like a sword or a sai or these deadly weapons, but you just use it to like cut the chain and like yeah. The, yeah. And the, the, the
1: barrel of coconuts
3: falls on Which was scissors. like, which was a
1: big problem when they were making the cartoon. Like that was a problem of the entire time. There's one, or, you have the X-Men cartoon. Yeah. Like there was one, there's one episode on some super old X-Men website I found that actually has the program notes. Yeah. From from like the censors for mm-hmm. for one episode. And it's just like you can't say kill, you have to say waste, like let's waste it. Yeah. Well, so
2: the thing is I actually thought about that reading this comic because this comic um, was done in the eighties when I guess the comics code was in effect and yeah. for whatever reason comics were significantly less violent than they are now, right? I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's certainly that. been much more violent Wolverine comics since then. I've read read them um, and it didn't bother me as much, you know? Um, there's the awesome part where he kills the big bad. By, yeah, you know, Shinjin. and all, was awesome. And all they have is, like, the word, the snicket, yeah, um, you know? He's and like, it, it's, yeah. it's really effective. So it made me think that there probably is a way to depict Wolverine and no blood and it still being awesome.
1: It just... Yeah. Uh, it's set up in a really artistic way, too, which I think is why, like, it's, it's, what, three pages of the two of them, or four pages of the two of them, Shinjin, who is Mariko's father, who is positioning himself to become a crime lord uh so wolverine's taking him out taking him out this is a really cool panel too with um oh i cut him and there's like a little bit of
2: blood on wolverine's claws and it's like and it's close-up on them and then it's like he cuts me deeper and there's a close-up on his sword and the sword's got even more blood like that's something you can only do in comic books yeah super awesome
1: awesome. and then like after the three pages of them fighting and it's a really fluid really nice fight where you can like your brain can easily put in the motions in between all the things oh yeah great and then you get to the very last page, and Wolverine, like, finally gets his fist up to uh, Shinjin's throat. And then you just close up on his face, snick, and his eyes are blood red. Yeah. yeah. Like, that, if is, the movies would
2: going... do stuff like that, it might read better. But that, so that panel in particular, and I'm looking at it right now, like, even though there's no blood, um, I thought was, like, really effective, and you're like, oh, shit, when you see <laughs> that. And yeah. And I, 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 like... Moments like that, you're right, or what the movie is missing. Yeah, there's a way to do it, is what I learned reading this comic. And yeah, like, but like, I mean, I never thought that was the only problem with the Wolverine. But I thought it was <laughs> a problem. And now I recognize that maybe it wasn't, and it's just they're just shitty movies. But yeah,
0: yeah. but <laughs> the, but you're right though too, because I mean, this is this is static imagery, and when you're when you actually get a moving image, like no one goes to a Wolverine movie to see the panaway. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you go to see a Wolverine movie because you've seen him in the books, and you want to see that violence in action. Well, I mean, maybe... I, mean, it, I want the blood! Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm speaking in sort of like a, a general sense, but like, you the people know, who no wear... one comes out going, oh man... When they panned away, just, he was about yeah, to, yeah, yeah. like, people, stab that people guy. People that
1: go to uh, Journeys to buy the Wolverine button-down shirts that are, like, oversized. And, like, oh, the, the club different. shirts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those the guys they want to see. this one club. right here? That's oh, right. yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to... Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So, uh, another reason I'm excited about that Wolverine movie is, like, so many of these comic book movies have gotten so overstuffed. And I love comic book movies. I can't get enough of them, but, like, they're really big and dumb, and, like, yeah. they're really saddled with, like... Building this mythology and like setting up other movies and like a movie about Wolverine just going to Japan and fighting ninjas sounds great. Yeah, right? with like right. with no
1: yeah. other big name oh, characters. I, I, to, I hope to they're see. not
2: using this to set up Days of Future Past, which I'm also really excited about. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I, if the, if I don't need any of those people to just like pop up here, like I'm totally. Uh, it's just refresh. I'm hoping this is what it is. Like. I'll be. I'll feel refreshed if it's just Wolverine fighting yeah. ninjas. Like, yeah, it's it's crazy that like that's that simple
3: idea. That's almost the spirit of, of yeah. these comics. Like, they, they seem very. I mean, I was like, I was really as someone who doesn't read a ton of comics, I was able to read this and really enjoy it because it's it's very self contained. You know, there's like a I, you don't see. I don't think you can see any other major. As far as I'm sure, you guys, I'm sure, like you know, you like Yukio like this issue, but like until the end, you know, it's it's just Wolverine. Yeah, a few other. New people and uh, apparently Mayday from um,
0: the James Bond movie. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, so wait, what, what happens after he gets married?
0: Okay. Uh... Well, what what winds up happening? What winds up happening is you see on the very last page of the miniseries that he sends the rest of the X Men a wedding invitation, yeah, which is adorable. Yeah, yep. yeah,
3: it really is. It's and so then funny.
0: the cover the cover of the Uncanny. next issue of Uncanny X Men uh... is the last panel. And it's we're great, worried. it's a,
1: the whole cover, and it's, I, it, it's shot for shot, like, it's exactly the same, like, Paul Smith recreated Frank Miller's Invitation, down yeah, like, it's great. Yeah. So, I have a dumb what question, Frank was... Miller drew this? Yeah, he drew it. Did he co-write it, too? Uh, no. Well, like, well, no, they, they, picked, they broke it together, I was reading the forward in the in the trade paperback, and leaving a San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con in the early 80s, for some reason, Chris Claremont and Frank Miller were, were writing together.
0: Oh, they were on a plane together, right? And well, I said they were the driving. North. They were oh, driving, driving through... Okay. I mean, this is
1: Chris, Chris Claremont in 87. Maybe he's changed his story. I don't know. Um, what's the story, Chris? Uh, and he was just talking to Frank I mean, Miller. that was Comic-Con in the 80s. They were probably both wasted. Yeah, it was like, it oh, driving yeah, yeah, the yeah, it was Eight yeah. balls. <laughs> bunch of like...
3: Actually, yeah. I have no... I would love to. Comic-Con of the 80s must be an entirely different environment. We interviewed
2: someone on Nerd Alert who was, like, Comic-Con, I think he was in the 70s. It was, like, really old. And, like, we had pictures of, like, you know, just, like, Oh no! It wasn't the Comic Con. It was an anime convention in like the '60s. And, like, you think you're Whoa! Not, or the '70s. Like you think going to an anime convention now is it cool? Yeah. Like going to an anime convention in the '70s is like social leper. Yeah, you oh, you, you literally you legally had to register as a sex.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. There was an Amber Alert. Look for the Amber yeah. Alert.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, but like Chris Claremont had asked Frank Miller, who was already writing and drawing Daredevil at the time. Mm-hmm. This was during the Daredevil like Electric Kingpin Bullseye. Like his big storyline yeah and so chris claremont was like frank miller was a writer so he like taught he like tried to break the story with him and he was and frank miller was like i have no interest in drawing wolverine i do not like that character and chris claremont was like what if he was a failed samurai <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then
1: chris claremont just like laid all his japanese knowledge on it uh, and then frank miller was like that sounds interesting because moon is a book frank miller wrote too. yes yeah. yeah so you're getting into his wheelhouse um that's funny i like when
2: like um, and to bring up Pacific Rim again, like, when you can see all, and Quentin Tarantino does this, like, when artists, like, wear their influences on their sleeves, and yeah. like, there's yeah. just something they're into that just, like, gets to toy into, like, all that. like, Do I it. think that's great. I yeah, totally, it. yeah.
0: So, they go to the wedding. I would say, were he to, worried to have gone through, um, I, Nightcrawler would have yeah, been his best his buddy. Man.
1: Nightcrawler's his buddy. On the imitation he scrawls, hey, Elf, don't
0: forget the beer. Yeah, and he's talking to Nightcrawler Aww, when he yeah. says Elf. Uh, so Wolverine
2: yeah. wants his friends to bring beer from America to, to Japan. Japan. That's, to a Japan. Be, that's, that's a best man favor, you know? <laughs> yeah,
1: oh, yeah. Like I have to well, maybe pen. he
0: meant to fly to Canada, get some maybe Molson. Te- yeah, teleport! Yeah. Yeah. Some teleport back. to Canada. Yeah.
1: He's asking the teleporter. <laughs> Just like, teleport up to Canada, get that beer, bring it back. Can Wolverine ah. get drunk? Because I feel like getting drunk is like poisoning your body and you're hurting yourself. And his well, he, he
3: was poisoned to miss. But yeah.
2: is, does his healing factor let him
3: get it drunk? Does, it, yeah. yeah. It, that's a great question.
1: Nowadays, like, this... I feel like this is a story, like, a plot point all the time. It's like, he drinks a lot. He just keep on drinking. He'll get a buzz, but he'll never, like, have a hangover, and he'll never, like, really be oh, super drunk. Awesome. But he just constantly, yep. he just drinks all the time. Blum. Um So the X-Men go to Japan for the wedding, and the reason I didn't ask us to read these two issues is, A, because it's part of my favorite larger story arc ever. Which is what? From the Ashes, issues 168 to 176, which is, it's not an official storyline, but it was all collected in one trade, like 20 years ago and I got it when I was a kid and it encompasses all these like turning points in all the X-Men's lives and it's very like it is the X-Men going from just being superheroes to being like fucking dark
3: so is the I don't want to I, I want you to, I feel like I, 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 I don't want to go on another tangent but I I, <laughs> I do is <laughs> the are they, are, like that's so this, this is very good yeah yeah and this yeah this this <laughs> next story is your favorite like is it where, I, I never realized the early 80s were such a, a golden age I guess I shouldn't say golden age literally but like were such a yeah robust time for it. is it would, why did the X Men because uh, uh, why did the X Men peak then in your opinion creatively when from my perspective not a huge comic reader that seemed the 80s seemed like this kind of era that I don't I feel like 80s 90s comics as popular then it seems like the dark era Well, they
1: say like the late 80s 86 87 is when like dark knight returns and watchmen came out that like those two books came out in the same year and those were the two that were like oh comic books are now these adult literary dark dreary things the x-men were kind of already doing that before then
0: what what's what was happening here was chris claremont wrote the x-men for at least, what was it, 16 years, 17 years straight. He was the guy... 75 to 91. Yeah. So So he wrote wrote them whenever they relaunched it. He took over a couple issues into when they relaunched it with all of these new characters like Wolverine and Storm and Nightcrawler. And because it was such a low-selling title, uh, and he was allowed to do whatever he wanted, he worked pretty closely with his editor, and he crafted all of this stuff. And he loves... He loves, like, he loves these big pulpy speeches and sort of uh, uh, labyrinthian plotting, like uh, lo- yeah. plotting like a long <clears throat> game, yeah. right? So he was allowed to do that throughout the entire course of the 80s. And, you know, you do anything on a long enough timeline, eventually the returns are going to diminish. But we're looking at him writing right now, yeah, like seven years <clears throat> into it. And this is just where a lot of what he had been building for seven years was paying off, and yeah. we're looking, we're at a time in the X-Men mythology where y- you're sort of going into the adolescence of the Yeah, he was entering, like, the art. second
1: phase, in a yeah. way. Uh,
0: which is why, like, From the Ashes
1: is, before that, it was, like, kind of the same status quo from, like, 75 to, it's so nerdy. Um, that's our podcast. Uh, to, like, 82. Yeah, if but someone's, then, like,
2: still listening, you will have to be like, oh, I'm sorry,
1: that got nerdy for a <laughs> second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're going to talk about the Orioles. The Orioles are, <laughs> the Orioles the Orioles are a baseball yeah. team, right? The Oakland A's. Chris um, Davis. Yes. But, like, during From the Ashes, and the, this this two-part storyline in particular is all the X-Men go through these, like, horrible things. Wolverine gets left at the altar. That happens. We'll get to that in a second. Ooh, yes. Uh, Storm shaves her head into a mohawk because of this storyline right here. Uh, Storm also kills someone. She would vow never to take a life, and she stabbed Callisto through the heart to save her team. Like, all the X... Ex- like, Chris Claremont just... He pushed all the X-Men further
0: forgot the beer. Yeah. <laughs> Super
1: burned. Dude! Um, uh, <clears throat> but they go to Japan for the wedding, and as soon as they get there, um, the Silver Samurai and Viper, who are villains in the movie, who I thought were in the miniseries that we read, but they aren't. Um, I...
3: I... I, I, I um, unless the name is grossly misleading, I think I saw a
2: Silver Samurai yes, in the trailer. You did? <laughs> Silver Samurai is a character I know from Marvel vs. Capcom. Yep. I think yes. he's actually in Street Fighter vs X Men. Yeah, which yeah. is one of the later ones, too.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like they are there to I think like take over like the crime syndicate or like they're, they're there to make a move. And so they poison all the X-Men. Uh the poison doesn't work so well in Wolverine this time. And Rogue, who has just joined the team. Uh Rogue we all know Rogue. Rogue sure. is a popular X-Men. She this is when she this is her first mission with the X-Men. Prior to this, she was a bad guy, and she had fought the X-Men on a number of occasions. And the issue right before this in Uncanny, when she joins, half of the team threatens to quit. And it isn't until Professor X like puts his foot down and is like, you guys can all leave. I am taking her in. Metaphorically, no, of
2: course, you can't use his legs.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait to <laughs> so leave. It's like what is that yeah. weird no, tapping you're, you're doing? Alright. <laughs> 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 He put his yeah.
0: <laughs> Someone put He's in my wheelchair. can
1: move.
3: That's cool. It's it, it's <clears> cool, <throat> cool that um, all these references from what you're saying is such a well-regarded comic are in this in the movie because it seems like with, I think I think we've talked about this, Jack, a little bit. But what I like with with all these comic movies that are happening now, yeah, that we've been making them since what like was what it like. 15 years now yeah, probably they've been X-Men coming out they've, they've stopped doing they're kind of I mean they're still coming out like the, the movies that I'm less excited about like the Superman movie are still doing origin mm-hmm. stories but they're kind of like moving beyond the origin yeah, stories yeah. and now move, movies like I guess this Wolverine movie and the X-Men movie I've, I've which I've also been told are, are based more on yeah. just what are the most <laughs> beloved Yeah. Po- chapters of the, of, in, in yeah. the comics like
1: Super deep cut, like, gotta know, gotta watch the ones before it, not in origin. Yeah. But that's, I
3: think, I mean, I think it makes sense. Like, I think, like, I, I my, you know, I think that's, I, I don't need to see more origins. I think the first act of every comic book movie I've seen in the last 15 years has been the same.
1: Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so
3: I like that we're finally yeah. moving beyond that. And like, it's a little weird because it's, you know, you're jumping in media res, but I, Maybe that's kind of in the spirit of comics, I guess, to a certain but, extent. You know,
0: interestingly enough, too, uh, to kind of bring it back to what we first discussed uh, when you came in, is I think that the rise of internet culture kind of allows the younger generation and people that are growing up with the internet to jump in in media res mm-hmm. because... Wikipedia. You know that you... These, these are people who, I think, by nature, are researchers now, you yeah. know? the first thing that you do if you don't know what something is is you open a new tab and jump right, on Wikipedia, right. right? Yeah.
2: How did anyone, like, it's funny, like, there is so much mythology just in a, in every comic book. Like, there's so much backstory. Like, how does anyone ever start reading comic books? It seems impossible. Back then or now?
0: Both. Well, you know, like, it's uh, just like... Even
2: now, I, I'm always... In, uh, I think I actually... Did. Justin,
3: who you guys obviously know yeah. as well, and also likes comics. I had the same question. I was, like, I was like, I would love to start reading comics more regularly, but like, I don't. It just seems very intimidating. Totally. The, the
1: good ones. The thing is, is like, there are two things: is you, as a person, have to kind of be like, accept the fact that at some point you might get a reference that you might not, might not understand, and you just you just go with it and look uh, it up if you want to. But a lot of the really good writers know this and write right to the new reader. And yeah. that's why,
2: like we were saying, like every issue is like, I'm Wolverine. Yeah. I'm not a human, I'm a mutant. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, even yeah. like like Hawkeye yeah. and Daredevil, like the new series of those, are two that basically just, like, like the blurb for Hawkeye is, Hawkeye's an Avenger, this is what he does when he's not an Avenger. And that's all you need to know. Right, and then right you're yeah. just, And then you're just getting like the a Hawkeye really...
2: trade paperback. I, I don't read a lot of comics, but I heard a lot about that Hawkeye comic, so I picked it up. Um, and the first page of the trade paperback is like, Hawkeye is one of the Avengers, he has a bow and arrow, his sidekick is Katie, that is all you need to know. Like, it yeah. says yes. in like, big letters. It's like, yeah. don't worry, relax, enjoy
1: this comic. Yeah, yeah. And it's cool. Yeah, that's becoming a big push with a lot of writers now. Um, They're just, like, try, trying to cut through all this bullshit and make things more accessible, uh-huh. because the, the, it's the barrier for entry.
0: Yeah. Um, Especially
2: now that comics have this um, ambassador of these movies, and, like, yeah. you know, uh, I hope, I imagine that, like, more people know who Hawkeye is, and I think certainly Marvel hopes that, like, yeah. because, like people will see the Avengers and then be like, I want to pick up some Avengers comics. And they also do things like the Ultimate Continuity or the right. DC review. Oh, reboot, yeah, yeah. You
1: know? But even that's, you know, <laughs> the Ultimate Continuity is like 10 years old. Now. Yeah, and it's gonna probably, something's gonna happen to it, probably. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, there's also a lot of supporting characters in this uh, that we should we could touch on briefly. I mean, did you guys... They're all so uninteresting to be oh. in Wolverine. Man,
0: I see, I, I Maybe love... Maybe it's because I hate Japanese people. They, oh, know. yeah, that's right. Your long-standing a hatred... Well, you're a
3: World War II vet. Yeah, yeah. You that have a rising sun
0: tattoo yeah. with like a no sign over it on your chest.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's red really right on red, so it's really a hard. Of, yeah, yeah. It doesn't read yeah. well. well. It doesn't even love Japan, actually. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love Yukio. I think Yukio is a very interesting character. She's, I, 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 she's, she's the, the free spirit, like... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, just, think most the combo, most yeah. stories, sexy. not
2: necessarily comic books, just like most storytelling, Wolverine ends up with Yukio and not the other girl. And it's interesting that like sure. yeah, he he really does make a choice, you know, and like meets yeah, too- this girl who like you know he's pretty compatible with. She's um, crazy, like yes, yeah, like hot, very sexy. So like, yeah. there's definitely a reasonable, believable ending. You know, usually, like in a love triangle, which I didn't even realize this was a love triangle until just I said those words. <laughs> but, like usually, like you know who he's right for, who he's not. And, but even in this wolver in a Wolverine comic, I think it's like a pretty good love triangle. And, like yeah. you really could go either way. They both job. represent. So, yeah, it's interesting. The Wolverine's whole- like the John Cusack. <laughs> uh,
3: the, the the what's his wife's name? His fiance's name?
1: And high fidelity. No. no, he's no. Uh, okay. It's like, not we're never making a high fidelity comparison? I'm trying. Uh, we'll make John Cusack.
3: Yeah. Mariko Mariko's Mariko. like the, the the like the you know hot, hot like girl prom queen and then uh the Yuriko. Yuriko is like the sort of nebbish girl who's like you know she's everything you ever wanted John I uh, I, I really just struggle really with that <laughs> <laughs> Uh But it's solid, right? It's yeah, sound, yeah, right?
0: sure, sure, yeah, yeah. That, uh, yeah. Uh,
3: <laughs> I love wait, that let like, me start Wolverine... over. Let me start over. Okay, <laughs>
0: you guys <laughs> ever seen say... Wolverine is Lloyd Dobler. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love yes. the fact that Yukio in this book, like there, there could be she could be written as like she, she only wants Wolverine. That's her only goal in life, and she's gonna sit there and wait for him. But I love the fact that Yukio basically is the aggressor in this. Yeah. Like she's like, "No, that dude, I want to jump his bone." And she is like hardcore yeah. on him, yeah. like not letting him go, and she is as tough as him, fights as hard and is way more like she's so sexually aggressive. Yeah. That like she doesn't like beg. There's one part where like Wolverine's like, oh, she's trying, like she's starting to beg, and you, you can tell she hates that. Like, yeah. I love, I love that about her is that she is a woman that is tr- like her sexuality is treated as yeah. aggressively as Wolverine's is.
3: Kind of, it feels like kind of an '80s thing because I feel like that's like one a lot of like a lot of sci-fi movies were starting to have like badass, You're like, yeah, like Ripley and stuff like that. Cl- Chris yeah, Claremont badass, is the like...
1: guy that injected so much like feminism into the mm-hmm. X-Men. Because And she has that look of, like, if you look at a lot of, like, 80s music videos and a lot of, like, 80s especially movies. Especially movies.
3: Yeah, it's very, like, she she is, the, or, like, you know, I, like, I was jokingly talking about Mayday from Bond, but that what's that yeah. actress's name? She's the, she's the, like, she has the short black hair, she's the black, she's like a supermodel. Oh, uh, Grace Jones?
0: What's her name? Grace Jones. Yeah, Grace, Jones oh, okay. like Grace
3: Jones-esque. Yeah, yeah. was, like, the archetypal, like, badass supermodel type. Yeah. Plus, she's got
2: poison spikes. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't they have sex on a train track? I don't know, like yeah. she's rolling around. And she's yeah. Oh, then there's toys. a
0: bullet train that goes by. That's, cool. like, That's
1: again going to the Japan culture because like. What are you kidding me? That was a like a Rokusaki <laughs> bullet train. That was that was Shredder. Yeah, that the was Rokusaki. Sh- I, I pulled that. Where do you go? Know. I feel so like xenophobic. <laughs> right is that now. is that Shredder uh, or uh, Splinter? Uh, What's Splinter? What's Splinter? Hamato Yoshi is. Hamato Yoshi. I can look it up. I do. Whatever. I don't have to look it up.
3: It's fine. <laughs> bullet train. Whatever. Japanese for bullet train.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, Yuki's kind of like Mariko is kind of held off to the side as this. Uh, I don't know, like, ideal character. Like, she's, like, this ideal woman. We don't really get that much of a sense of who she is. Well, except at the end, Wolverine's like, Marika was gonna kill her dad for being dishonorable, and then she was gonna commit a seppuku. Was that racist? Right. that, so like, a <laughs> that little bit racist? I think I that's seppuku. I, I knew that word. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's
2: how I said That seppuku's, like, one thing I know. I yeah, Ritual yeah. suicide, that one yes. stood out. Yeah. That
3: it's true. I don't know. It sort of does, did have this kind of... It both has a lot of respect, this these comics, for it clearly is written by someone who's really interested and kind of fascinated and has a lot of respect for Japanese culture and tradition, but at the same time, it definitely, like, plays a little fast and loose and isn't the most flattering view of, like, Japanese traditions. Like, this guy's beating his wife, but she can't leave him because of, like... Honor. That's, yeah, he honor. she was thinking, married so. off to him. Because yeah. of, like, a weird deal. And, you know, but they, 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 the they kind of portray more as, like, that's just their family's honor as yeah. opposed to Japanese honor. But, you yeah. know, I think at <clears> the same time. It's like, this wouldn't happen if they were a family from Cleveland or whatever. <laughs> so...
1: Uh, so i don't that's know a, that's that's another story Wolverine goes to cleveland yeah yeah to... <laughs> what did you guys
0: what did you guys think of uh frank miller's art in this book
1: i you go first
2: you probably no i don't know what to say i mean i don't know i don't know if i have anything particularly insightful to say i, I enjoyed it um mm. i thought i don't know I, I actually i don't know i'm not i don't know how to critique art like i definitely i thought it was good i enjoyed it like the, the action was cool like i i'm i actually i'm I hate that Pat
3: put me on the spot and was like, oh, Jeff, sorry, I'm sorry. sure I have
0: something no, to no, say no, <laughs> 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 i like, no, yeah, it's, it's fun. <laughs> it's
3: exciting. I have nothing, I mean, I, I have nothing more interesting to say except that I really actually loved it. Yeah. Um, I thought it was, I think it was very vivid. It's very, I think the eight, you know, again, I don't read, I think when I do read comics, I'm either reading like, um, big omnibuses, like really classic ones and these are yeah, like, the yeah. ones that you're, everyone has to read or brand new ones which always seem very kind of like, I actually, I was going to say Frank Miller, but he wrote this one, too. I guess I didn't... It, it, I was surprised that it was Frank Miller, I guess I would say, because my... Pr- Frank, I know Frank Miller from, like, th- you know, I only read, like, 300 and Sin City, and those are yeah. so... They're much more stylized. Super st- st- yeah. st- st- stylized, and this just seems so... But it's, you know, you, you, so much more uh He was 25. ...basic. Twenty yeah. five when he did this, but yeah. basic in a way
0: yeah. that I really
1: enjoyed. Is yeah, kind of
0: like you see a little bit of that, especially in the fight scenes towards the end. You yeah. can see where his style, where yeah. he's yeah. going to wind like up, like with
1: that blood moment that Jeff pointed out. Like that, yeah. like those cutaways that are like very like the action was Arch- very Arch- good and clear, which is not always true of comic books. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. got a
3: big uh, samurai Jack vibe from it because I think they always they would always go into a lot. I do that show's still on. Itself. I'm sure it's, it's not so long, but you can still that way. You I think become,
0: they're making of course, of course, new, like a direct DVD They never movie, finished right? it. I think like yeah. people always want them to
2: finish
3: it. Yeah. Like, it fans crazy,
1: always actually. want more of whatever has stopped. Them <laughs> <to finish. laughs> was,
3: I yeah. think the whole Japanese aspect of it, yeah. like comics seem to love <clears> themselves <clears <throat> well. I mean, I don't really like comics, but I do watch, it. I've seen a lot of like Kurosawa <clears> movies and a lot of spaghetti westerns, and there's a lot of like sharing of stuff yes. there. And like, they're. Japan kind of lends that this a ja- story of Japanese and, and feudalism and samurais yeah. lends itself, I think, to comics because it's always very like very stoic, very frame based, yep. you know, like so that that, that it's yeah. like a nice matching there. Um, Sort of,
2: I'm, I'm going. I have no conclusion to that.
1: Uh, so much more in depth than Jeff's. Jeez, blew him out of the water.
2: I wish I'd come up with vivid. That was really good.
3: <laughs> <Vivid>. <laughs> we
0: brought you back on the show. We can that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it,
3: you know, I, I think I could, I, You know what? I think I have to compensate for not knowing the mythology or the narrative because I don't really so mythology
1: good. and narrative. Ha! Ah, the vividness. Yes.
3: Oh, but you know, I could just I can.
2: I have eyes, so
1: I can yeah, see. Yeah, This looks
2: pretty. That looks pretty.
3: I, I kind of thought, means, but.
2: I'm surprised to learn Frank Miller wasn't involved in the writing. I think I primarily think of Frank Miller as a writer, which is unfair. He's like, you know, 300 and, um, yeah. senior, like, really striking art that was like very influential and it broke out of me it was influential in cinema too. And, but I still would, for whatever reason, I think of him as a writer and I like, you know, gritty, noiry and there was a lot of there in that and I assumed, um, and I was, and I'm surprised to hear that he wasn't more involved in the writing.
1: Yeah. I would like to know more how black like, back and forth. Because I mean like Claremont's a very, very verbose writer, but I feel like this does read a tad bit more Noari mm-hmm. than other things he wrote. And I wonder if that was like a Frank Miller influence. Like he was it, like, I'm gonna write towards his string.
2: Also just like even taking Wolverine and the X-Men and superheroes out of it, like Noir in Japan with ninjas is a cool sub thing. Really yeah, yeah. Things, yeah. Like, uh, 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 you can see why it's cool, like it's it's exciting when you go back and you see a movie that everyone's always talked about, or you like listen to an album that everyone's <laughs> always talked about, and you're like, Oh, this is what everyone's always talking about. This this is actually
1: really good. Yeah. Imagine if the story had been bad. Like imagine if this had, had like a bunch of like transforming Match robots just and, like you smiling and just <laughs> what? <laughs> Not like, even as a joke. <laughs> no, not even as a
3: joke. Shut if, it off. We're re-recording <laughs> yeah. this.
1: What if Wolverine? Like, what if this had killed Wolverine's career instead of launching it? Wow. Like everything would be.
3: Or maybe it would kill Frank Miller's career too. Yeah. Like, yeah. This hinged. This hinged. History's
2: it's gonna be so, I, I really do think it's cool how like Wolverine is the character that we, the most famous comic book character. It's so interesting to me, like that path between, from going from like a comic book, which is still probably even maybe more more than it was before, like. This niche thing read by nerds, like my yeah. select yeah. few, to go to the point where like my mom could recognize the character. Like, I oh, think I was to travel that path is really interesting. Yeah, yeah. And it, like, I guess it starts here for Wolverine. <laughs> and why? Why do you think? Why Wolverine and not? I don't know any other character. Is because of this book.
1: I mean, I think this book really like. I mean, the '80s were going. There, were, the '80s were going into a dark direction. I yeah. think there was a lot of like yeah. disenfranchisement with like the with the youth because of Reagan. Uh, <laughs> totally, I think it's true for. I mean, I would say. It's, I mean, I can't. For,
3: I would say it's definitely true. Just as a, more of a movie buff, but for sci-fi yeah. movies, that was definitely true. Because if you look like, at yeah. sci-fi movies in the or 70s, Runner? Like, Logan's Run, and he's really like you know still dystopian, but still really bright and like cheery. And yeah, I mean, right. Once you go to the 80s, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. like probably 90% sky sky
0: Aliens Two, well, yeah. Even
1: Aliens.
0: looking back, not even necessarily with John Carpenter as well. Yeah, uh, if you look at the 70s, mm-hmm. like a lot of cinema in the 70s, like, great stuff like The French Connection. Yeah. You know, pretty much like, like a ton of Gene Hackman films, you have these sort of, uh, uh, these gritty protagonists that are sort of loners, uh, that aren't, um, that aren't necessarily good people, but have their intentions in the right place. Right? And Wolverine was a guy that was mostly a blank slate. Mm-hmm. and as it, it felt like the more popular he became the closer they guarded like what what wasn't there because it, he was a blank slate they didn't really have oh, anything sure, sure. you know and and i think it was a combination of that and you know these uh, i i think that it made it possible with 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 the films that you were talking about and um and the direction that pop culture was heading in general, it made it possible for for a character that is. I mean, you look at him, and he's immediately violent. His hair yeah. is his hair comes to yeah. two his dramatic points. Devil horns. Yeah. His his mutant power, which is healing, is not the first thing that you see of him. The first thing that you see are the violent weapons that are attached to his body.
2: Yeah, one of the things that the game. I learned from the loading screen from the Wolverine video game was that, uh, he, like, he has to break his skin every time the claws come out, so he's, like, experiencing pain. So, like, that's, like, I don't know, he's just a bad motherfucker, really.
0: Yeah, and overall, I think that, um, I, I I think that especially for Wolverine, it was, like, a right place, right time.
2: Anti-heroes were big, but I I think, there's a chicken egg thing, like, I think
0: Wolverine might be a reason anti-heroes were big. yeah. Yeah, because like you look at something like even the Punisher at this time. I
3: also, remember the eighties? Canada was huge. Uh, Canada was, was huge, a you camp, guys. Sideburns People.
0: were big. Oh yeah, Bob, uh, uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie were just like yes, everywhere. One
3: film in the country, I think, for eighteen weeks at so. least.
0: <laughs> the entire time that this miniseries was coming out, Strange Brew was also. Oh man, know, they, should
3: little, a, they should do Bob and Doug Wolverine
0: crossover. There you go. Where's
3: my? <laughs> Where's my
1: college humor? Make it happen.
3: Yeah. Right? <laughs> All right, Sam, listen. You know those two guys that aired <laughs> with a couple of 2nd yeah, yeah. sketches in the 80s?
0: Well, it be great. Just, yeah, this would be great. Do you um, guys
2: have anything else? Like, uh, other things, not necessarily comic books that you've always heard were great, and then you, like, finally checked it out, and you were like, oh, yeah, I'll give you... For me, recently, I've gotten really into Thin Lizzie, and I'm like, oh, this is why Thin is yeah, really yeah. famous. They
1: yeah, They're yeah. it. really awesome. Like, The Beatles? Like, yeah. I was, I resisted the Beatles for such a long time until really? I, like, got into, it was like, man, it's like, the like old it was, music, it fuck was that.
3: hard to, to, to <clears throat> well, my I, parents I I didn't kind of, share about I tried them. to listen to the Beatles, it just, it was just like, I yeah, was no, the same yeah. way though, I was
2: like, yeah, if the Beatles are on, I'll listen to them, and then, like, at some point, probably towards the end of high school or college or whatever, like, I listened to them as albums, and I was like, oh shit, I see, this is the best thing of all time. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Like, my, my parents did not listen to them, so it just did not hit me, but, yeah. Uh, Billy Ocean and Huey Lewis
0: did. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Matt? Um, That's a really great question. You know, I feel like... um, uh, God, this could sound kind of pretentious, but I've just recently been getting more into fine art. Like, in a way Uh. that... um, You mean like what we read today? (laughs) Yeah, Uh. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's what I mean. (laughs) Um, No, uh, like... Like artists, like. The Fine Arts,
3: that um, new wave band from the 80s. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: the Fine Arts. They uh, they (laughs) had all those checkerboard checkerboard album covers. guy that just danced. They had one hit in the 80s. Yeah, Like, like, uh, really sold out. By the way, though, I went to the Met and I was like, this is pretty cool. And I was like, oh, I
2: guess it is the world's (laughs) best collection of art. It should be pretty good. It's just thought provoking
0: stuff here. But it's one of those things that I just. it wasn't like I actively avoided it or anything. It no, was just something that like never I, I never yeah. felt obligated to go check out or anything. And when I finally did, I was like, oh, God, no. Do they is... have that on the internet? What? Oh. The fine art? Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, okay. Maybe yeah, I'll yeah. check that out. Go to the, thefinearts.co.hk. It's okay. A, it's a Hong Kong website. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I have been getting in a lot more into, like...
2: That's cool,
3: and that it's good, especially as a I, I would a comic connoisseur, fan, or, yeah. or whatever you, you want to call yourself. Like, it's probably good. It's good like background for. It. I'm sure. It does, I'm sure there's there is a long but but you know existing line between. What we read, oh, yeah. And, you know, what's on the like wall.
0: Lennon- like Leonardo yeah. da Vinci, right? Yeah. Then that's a oh, guy. Oh,
3: one pound's just a straight-up Pollock. It's just all... Oh.
0: Here's something even more pretentious. I've been getting into jazz a lot recently. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, like... That uh, is more pretentious, you're right. <laughs> incredibly. Uh, like, Charles Ming... Like, listen, I've been listening to uh, Charles Mingus and Herbie Hancock. Oh, man. A you should lot. It.
3: It's so funny you said that, because I think I uh, recently I had this, like... I'm almost 30 now, and I always had the revelation, like... I was 30, like, am I not into jazz yet? I just might die and never be into jazz. I always thought it would happen someday. <laughs> I'm
1: like, nah, I guess not. Somewhat like, you're going to turn into a Woody Allen character, like, totally.
3: Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm close to just, like, turning off the... <laughs> it's like... <laughs> that's a sad statement. That's not true. But...
1: 30 or bust. But jazz.
3: The jazz, I could see myself being like, I just got so much other things I got to get into. It's a yeah, genetic yeah, yeah. disposition. There's a lot out there to consume. There, and right? there's... Yeah. You know, more stuff will be. There'll be an entirely new genre of music in five years that I have to get into.
0: Yeah, okay. uh, space jazz. Yeah, space jazz is going to be what comes out of dubstep. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm so glad that you guys read this, and yeah, uh,
2: thanks. I uh, mean, and discovered I, it. I'm glad you guys gave me an opportunity to because, like I said, I've always heard about it. I was going to see this movie anyway. I really enjoyed it, like, I, I almost certainly would have never read it unless you guys were like, "Can you read this?" Yeah. So, thank you so much for the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, and same here. I mean, I, I was also I I really enjoyed
3: it as well, and it was a really cool. Like. I think it's the first time I've read a comic book based purely on someone saying this this isn't is, you know, I've read that isn't just some weird event comic like like the Superman dying or something yeah, some yeah. x Star Trek X-Men yeah <laughs> got read it yeah, it's yeah. just someone saying like this is a it's not distinctive
0: except for the fact that it's really good so yeah really, yeah and I did and it was cool
1: Awesome, great. Um, well, thank yeah again, thank you guys so much for being on. Yeah, nice uh,
0: plug away. Where uh, where can we find you online? I know you guys don't do a lot of stuff on the internet, but just, <laughs> yeah. I can think I about don't it. Do a lot of stuff off of the internet. unfortunately. yeah, <laughs> yeah just at Jeff dot com. That's
2: that's yeah. Just
0: um, kind of podcast. Yeah, the too.
2: Jeff Rubin Jeff Rubin shows a podcast. Pat is on it all the time. We recently did an episode where we kind of broke down Pacific Rim, and we also did an episode earlier this summer where with Nick
3: Kocher from Biotic. Yeah, yeah, and much do about
2: nothing. And we also did an episode earlier this summer with uh, where Pat and I kind of just, like, went through our movies. And it's funny. Like, we went through the movies and, like, talked about what we were excited and not excited about. And I bet if we went back now, we'd, like, both be mortified about some of our picks yeah Pacific, oh my god well now you see me you yeah,
0: know, that I was really
3: was, I didn't want to say anything but that was really it I mean although now you see me was never one of the was, it was very a well surprise box hit like the
1: surprise hit of the center. summer
2: And whereas I think Pacific Rim will, will not a flop I think under yeah, I have a more embarrassing one though when we did that last year I talked like I spent like five full Green minutes no I was never excited about Green Lantern but I talked <laughs> about how excited I was about Ghost Rider Spirit of <laughs> Vengeance and I was like I yeah. think it could be good I think it might yeah, be good and that is a terrible fucking
1: what did you guys say about Wolverine?
2: Dude, I don't remember. You,
1: to uh, have more
2: opinions about Wolverine. I, I not remember.
3: See, now
1: it'd be changed. And maybe. I also still don't know. It's weird. Like I'm so yeah. fatigued by superhero
2: movies. Like, <laughs> I <laughs> honestly don't have like the strength to have a fucking opinion about another. Yeah. One. That's true. Just, like, true. This, this yeah. has been
1: the summer of like movies. You have to have an opinion. Doesn't about. it seem
2: like Iron Man three came out a year ago? That yeah. was yeah. this yeah. summer. Yeah, that was yeah, two it was months like ago. It feels. Yeah.
1: Also,
3: yeah, was, I, I love the Ben Kingsley story in that one, but it's in a way kind of the most forgettable one of the summer in a weird way because like. I don't know, like, it's unfair, because Superman just is not forgettable because it was, like, it's Superman, you know? It's yeah, got yeah. so much of a weird pedigree to it, and, like, I don't know. I think the biggest thing we did differ on was World War Z, because the more I think about it, I think I actually liked World War Z, and Jeff, I was not a, a big fan sure. of it, and I don't want to put words in your mouth. But... No, no, that's true, I don't like, I didn't like World War Z. No, <laughs> no <laughs> it's true, I hated it. <laughs> I, I think the ending is really, I think the, definitely lose it definitely loses, definitely takes a few missteps, I feel like, at the ending, which is because of, like, massive right, reshoots right. and stuff. But... Yeah, yeah.
2: But, so, check spooky. that out. Very there's, spooky. Anyway, there's spooky <laughs> hours
0: more of this. You can listen to Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I stop. I'm yeah, sorry. Right. Uh, no, don't apologize. We want everyone to check out the great stuff that you guys put out there. guys put yeah, Schumer, there. What? The
3: Daria trailer just came out today. That's, that's And Bleep too. Bleep Yeah.
0: <laughs> awesome. Cool. Yeah, guys, so if you're interested in purchasing uh, Wolverine 1 through 4 by Mr. Chris Claremont and Mr. Frank Miller, uh, visit mattandbretlovecomics.com, and you can buy it through our Amazon link there. Uh, And, as you know, any purchase that you make when you click through on Amazon kicks a little bit of money back to us at no cost to you. Helps us keep the lights on.
1: Yeah, and while you're at mattandbretlovecomics.com, make sure to check out our back issues like... UCB Long Form Conversations podcast hosts Will Hines and John Frusciante talking about Love and Rockets number 21. Ooh, I want to listen to that. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Uh, or a friend of the podcast, Nicole Dresswell, reacting to the initial wave of Marvel Now titles, which came out a year ago. Yeah, yeah. From the, from, so, check, that, check that out to hear Brett's initial reactions
0: to Marvel well, Now titles, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too.
1: How do those pitches sound one year later? Find
0: out. Dive on yeah. our back issues. Uh, guys, we love hearing from you. Tell us what you think about this episode or any of the past ones on our website, Or our Facebook page, we're on there often, facebook.com slash theylovecomics, or at mattandbretlovecomics.tumblr.com.
1: Yeah, you can also find links to all of our social media presence under the Who Loves Comics tab
0: on our website. And as you know, you're our best spokespeople. If you have any friends that you think might like the show, please tell them about it. Uh, Leave a review on iTunes, why not?
1: Yeah, and as always, thanks to our producer, Ben Rageeb, who does everything we don't know how to do.
0: You are the Mariko to our Logan
1: sure yeah you're not the yukio no because we don't stick with yukio
0: you do have a lot of poison tip darts but you're yeah. <laughs> not the yukio awesome
1: thanks again guys for reading this thanks for having yeah. us thanks yeah. for putting in
0: front of us thanks for having us on the show awesome Woo. until next time this is Matt and this is Brad and we love comics and poison darts
1: Yeah. So fun guys